episode eight. This is what's going on, Dan people, and RJ podcast. This is Danden. It's RJ Machismo. What's going on, y'all? And tonight we got our special guest. Uh, we got our friend, our good homie from the DMV, now currently in NorCal. We got our the homie Justin Gonzaga. And now, uh, how you doing today, man? Man, I'm good, man. Good, safe, healthy. I couldn't yes, ask sir. for more. Yes, sir. Yeah, so a little bit of background. Like we, we actually know Justin um, through high school. Um, yeah. He's always been Hill, baby. Those, those cats, man. Yeah. So. <laughs> something sure. in the water. Yeah, yes, sir. It's something in the water, man. Shoes are in the water. Sneakers are in yeah. the water. <laughs> sure. That's how, that's how we all got protect, together, though. man. Yeah, yeah. We got to protect so, you know, don't leak through the shoe or whatever. But, <laughs> you know, we good. We're still in the water. We're good. Exactly, yes, sir. exactly. So, you know, like I said, Justin's a, a good homie, man. Like, I knew, like, he went to school in, um, in Berkeley. Um, you know, it was his um, it was his passion to move out here from the DMV to, Cal- to NorCal. Now he's doing great things for himself. And uh, yeah, we, we'd love to hear more about that. Uh, so yeah, so Rel's going to kick off. Uh, actually, no, we actually we had a new segment here. Um, yeah, new segment, new segment first. You want to talk, talk about it, Rel? Yeah, let's go. What's, what was in your feet this week, man? That's the, that's the new segment. Anything. So, go ahead, Justin. All day, every day. I gotta have the chinelas on deck. Yeah, of course. The slippers, the, the uh, slides, man. The, 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 the Benassi's triple black Benassi from Ooh. the outlet. Yes, sir. Had to do it because my old ones actually have them here. Uh, I have like some free style ones. Oh, like, the rubber, I, I think, it was from one time I moved. The rubber just permanently is dipped like this. Yeah. <laughs> I had to get like a new pair, so I, I'm I'm good now. But other than the slides, here's what I wore. Um, on Monday, did a Costco, Whole Foods, TJ's run, <laughs> and the phones. Hey, the phone closet. Had to Had do to. it, bro. Had to. You know, we, we wear our shoes over here. Hey, what, what, year, what year are those, Justin? Which year is that? Uh, this is the one, um, what was it, 20... Look at, look at your size tag. Look at your size tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at the, look at the production date. Yeah, it's tw- oh, tw- the production date is 2010. Yeah, brown box. It, the brown box. This one came out um, a little bit <laughs> after that because it was like around um, uh, All Star Weekend time. Yeah, this 2011. Because I, I yeah. bought this and uh, my Kobe sixes here with the containers. Yes, sir. All Stars. I, yeah. I got these on the same day at uh, at House of Hoops in the Beverly Center in, in LA. Wow. So, so there's that. Um, I work out. I do weight train, weightlifting like five days a week, and I I do it in these. So oh, you're, those you're, are OGs, man. Yeah, <laughs> wow. I remember flying, having those. Yeah, the flying it lunars. Yeah, flying it lunar ones. Yeah, uh, this those is classic, actually bro. this is a harder to find colorway. Um, this was a Nike Town or you know, uh, exclusive. exclusive. Yeah. Right. yeah, you you couldn't get these. I found these at um, the Beverly Hills shop in um, in, in LA. Uh, the shoe that I wear the most, though, during quarantine, and this one is a uh, this one is a bit different. Uh, this is my cycling shoe. Um, nice. oh, this is from man. a company called Physique. Uh, they're they're um, they're based in Europe. Uh, the really cool thing too is that they have a boa uh, kind of ratchet. Nice. Have a little custom tight it up and stuff exactly, like that. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So no lace is necessary. There's a little um, velcro strap too for a little bit more protection. It has tread so I can walk on it, but these oh, nice. do my pedal so I have really good power and efficiency. And another curveball, 
Um, you know, I'm, I dance too. I'm part of a semi-pro Latin dance team. And although we are, we don't have any places to perform, we are still practicing. And what I practice in <laughs> are these. Hey, hey uh, there you these, go, man. These are Latin dance shoes. So, um, you know, they have a one and a half inch heel that gives yeah. you a better line, gives you better posture. Uh, the bottom is suede, so you can slide on the dance floor. And this is from a really great company. Um, they're high up there uh, when it comes to dance shoes. It's called Super Dance. Uh, these are like $200. Like, these are no joke, but patent leather and a little bit of Stingray for a ni nice little flair. But um, I, lo I love these things. I've had <laughs> a lot of dance shoes, and this is uh, definitely my favorite. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, man. We, we really, yeah, we definitely want to hear more about that. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. So how about you, Rel? Uh, what did you, uh, what was on your feet this week? Man, the whole week, man, I was just on my Benassi's, man, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I haven't, you know, like, you know, I'll go out here and like, you know, take pictures and stuff like that. But lately, man, I've just been chilling, man, you know, just Benassi's. But, uh, you know, I'm going to start wearing my shoes again, take more pictures and stuff like that, man. So to be honest, just the whole, Bina like Benassi's just the whole week, literally. <laughs> Wow. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, I got some heat coming out, though. So, you know, just stay tuned for the pictures, you know. So, <laughs> yeah, we, we definitely want to, like I said, um, you know, show more like sneaker content, yeah, yeah, yeah. like in yeah. our in our um, podcast, because we especially we have a YouTube uh, page, too. Uh, yeah. So for me, too, just like the fellas, I also <laughs> wore Benassi's at home. Hey. You know what I mean? <laughs> Benassi's is just like A1, you know. Absolutely. Um, and then, like, when I go out on, you know, grocery run, I just wore, like, um, you know, Air Max 90, like, infrareds. So, those yeah, are my beater joints. Those are coming out this year. Again, right? Again. For, like, yeah. what, the 100th time, 10th time? I don't know. That's probably, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and, like, and the Neo 95, so that should be uh, – oh. I'm waiting on those to come out, so. Yeah. They always come back out. So. Oh, yeah. Always. Anytime always. the 90s come out, the Not 95 right. Neons come out, so every time, yeah. so. So that's cool to hear, Justin, man. I didn't even know you were into that dance stuff, man. So uh, yeah, man. just tell us tell us more about yourself, man. All right. So um, I'm a son of Filipino immigrants. Uh, I was born in Brooklyn. I, I lived there for three years. Then I moved to the DMV. Um, my, my dad, he got a job at Georgetown at the time, Georgetown Hospital. So we moved down there, and I, I lived in Fort Washington. Um, you know, if anyone who's from the area yeah. knows Potomac Knowles, Potomac uh, Knowles. <laughs> we were, our house was one of the first 13 houses in that neighborhood. We've been there for a minute. And my parents and my grandma still lived there. But um, yeah, I went to, went to Oxon Hill High School. Um, and then after I graduated in 2006, had the really great opportunity to go to UC Berkeley. So um, for, for those who don't know, that's uh, the University of California in Berkeley in Berkeley, California, which is adjacent to Oakland, literally right next to Oakland, wow. across the bay from San Francisco, literally from the campus. Right. If you pick the right spot, you can actually see the Golden Gate Bridge. Um, so I, I went to I went to UC Berkeley. I was there for you know for four years. Graduated, made some really great memories. I grew as a person mm. for sure, just being in a completely different area from the DMV, and then. Um, just two weeks after I graduated, I moved to LA. Uh, I, was, I've been, I was in LA for five years. I was working in advertising. I was working in an ad agency. Uh, so for, for those who aren't familiar, an ad agency 
is a, is a company that works with a bigger company as a, uh, who's a client like, say, a Nike. Or in my case, um, I worked on accounts like Call of Duty. So I worked on Call of Duty for a couple nice. of years. Oh, wow. Um, which, uh, which game was that? Oh, which, which, I, I worked that on the DLC for Modern Warfare 3. I worked nice. on all of Black Ops 2. Wow. I worked on all of Call of Duty Ghosts. Um, I worked on all, all of uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Okay. All right. And I left right as we were planning for um, Black Ops 3. Black Ops 3. And then I even had like, when I, when I first joined the company, um, the company is called 72 and Sunny. So uh, you, you might know of it if you're in the industry, but uh, I actually had the opportunity too to, to work on NBA 2K just for a little oh, bit. Oh, wow. Um, I like, didn't know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What did you do I, there? What you do uh, there? So like my position at ad, agen ad agencies is what's called um, account management. So okay. what you do is you're kind of the liaison between the, the agency who we, we house like um, strat create a strategist or brand strategist to understand like, where do we want to take our client's brand? Um, what, you know, how can we help achieve those goals? We work with creatives who actually write uh, design ad campaigns, marketing campaigns for our clients. Um, and then I'm on the account management side where help manage the, those folks, but also manage our client too. And I manage that relationship. I'm in charge of that relationship along with other people on my team. So like that was, it was like a really quick, swift introduction to advertising, working on NBA 2K. I didn't work on it for too long, unfortunately, right. but it was a really, really great time. Like I'll, I, I love sports culture. I'm, I'll be first to admit though, like I am <laughs> not like, y'all go like super deep into it. Like I, Hardcore. <laughs> I, I do appreciate sports and yeah. you know, I, do, I do follow sports, but not as hard as y'all. But like, I, I really had some really great times working with really great folks. I got to meet Russell Westbrook on, on a shoot. It was like yeah, Russell Brady. Westbrook, Andre Iguodala, um, Rajon Rondo, uh, Derek Rose, David Lee. Um, and oh man, there's like one other, one other player, but it was a really great introduction to, to advertising. And then um, in 2015, I moved to San Francisco. Uh, I moved to the Bay. I moved to uh, to Oakland. I lived in Oakland, but my work was with an agency in San Francisco. I worked on Xbox campaigns, and wow. then um, I was there for like for a year. Then I moved to the client side. Uh, then since 2016, I've been working at Google. Um, I've been working on a variety of different Google products from Google Fiber, which is the internet service that Google provides some cities. Uh, then I worked on Chromebook for a number of years, um, working on uh, our marketing campaigns there. And then just recently, um, I'm working on partner marketing, which is, you know, working like on behalf of Google with other brands like a Samsung, if they want to do a partnership or even like a BMW, if they're doing Android auto, uh, working with those kinds of uh, brands and partnerships, um, you know, with, with Google, I, I, I help manage those kinds of relationships and, and help guide where our Google voice is there. Okay. But uh, outside of work, man, like <laughs> I, I cycle, I dance, I do a lot, I do a lot of Latin dancing. I have done so for, you know, a long time now. Um, and I'm a walking uh, oxymoron. I'm a Filipino <laughs> vegan. 
Uh, oh, you're vegan. I know. I, I, wow. Yeah, you know, you, you think about, like, yeah. Filipinos how's, and you're like... Oh, yeah. How is that like for you, man? You, you know what, man? Like, with, with our people, um, we do have a history of diabetes. Yes. We have a history of high blood pressure. Right. Uh, you know what? And, you know, in, in some cases, cancer. Like, my, my, my parents, they both have diabetes. My mom has cancer. And, you know, it really made me take a look at myself. And it's really great because I have a, my yes. girlfriend. She's vegan as well. Okay. Um, it, I really need to take, take, take a look inside, like, how can I better my health and make yes. sure that I don't follow that same path. And, um, you know, and it's been great, dude. It's, it was weird at first, for yeah. sure. But... <laughs> um, You'd be surprised, like, some really good Filipino food could still be cooked in a vegan way. There's right. a really great vegan Filipino restaurant here in the Bay Area called Nick's right. Kitchen. Wow. Yeah, gotta hit that up. Oh, my. That's I'm pretty surprising. You, vegan, <laughs> yeah, vegan yeah. bichon kawale. Like, like you're wow. like, what? It has yeah. a crispy layer, a fatty layer, a meaty layer. It's, wow. it's bananas, but it's, it's great, though. It's, it's been awesome. Wow. That must be, like, tofu, right? It gotta yeah. be tofu. Nah, uh, yeah, it's like a soy protein, but uh, she makes it in-house. It's you know she's a magician. That's wild. Yeah. <laughs> was it was it challenging for you from the beginning um, when you started you know going vegan? Uh, definitely. I mean, like you know, being Filipino, it, like pork is in our blood. Yeah. And we eat pork's blood, like chicken. You know what I mean? yeah. Like it's 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 all like I remember uh, my mom or my grandma would be like, "Oh, do you want like um, what's called uh." Lumpia gulai was like, all right, yeah, cool. And you, <laughs> yeah. you open that thing up, it has ground yeah. beef and shrimp, yeah, but it's just yeah. more vegetables. Like, you know what I'm saying? But um, it, the transition was really great that um, I had a girlfriend, I have a girlfriend that, that supports it. She's, she's been vegan for a number of years. I work at Google too, where yeah. there's, I mean, <laughs> like. Sure, there's a whole rack of people there too. <laughs> it's, so if anyone has watched the internship, yeah, a lot of that, a lot of those things are real. Like we get yeah. free food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner when we're, you know, not quarantined wow. and there's vegan options every day. Yeah. So it makes it really easy that um, you could pick the vegan option and, and it tastes good. Like, I think it's just a matter of also finding out what tastes good. Like I'm still no salad guy, but you could cook vegetables and they could taste really amazing. You'd be surprised what you could, what you could do with jackfruit. It yeah. could taste like pork. I'm not, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'll look into that one one of these uh, days. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's I've never heard like that 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 type of like vegan type. Especially of this, especially the Lichon Kawali one. That's uh, yeah, that's mind blowing uh, right there. For real, uh, it's really great too. Like when I whenever I go home and and visit the DMV, my parents will cook vegan for me. So, oh, that's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Wow. So with, with that transition, man, um, for you, um, you know. Moving from Maryland to California, I mean, can you tell us more about like what the transition is? Because, I mean, I, there's plenty of people that I know that wants to move to California. So if you could share that with us, with your personal experience, how is that like for you, that transition? It's a, it's a culture shock, you know? Like you, you jump into the West Coast and I think, you know, for, for folks like, like us from the DMV where we sometimes visit Cali, you know, it's such a if it's like such a different vibe and it's true in a day-to-day -day life i mean it like the pace is different depending on right. the city that you live in um year round it's one season good like <laughs> yeah. that, that's the season like yeah. good weather is the is the good year season, yeah. season um food is all on another level of course like <laughs> i mean you know what i'm saying like 
poke, ramen, froyo, all on that stuff before the DMV. Um, Mexican food is amazing. Burmese food is amazing. I never had Burmese food until I moved to the moved, uh, to the California. Filipino food too. I mean, you know, like I go to a restaurant and you know here in California, eat Filipino food. You're like, yo, this is this is better than all. Like this is this is legit. Yeah, it's better um, than what we have around here. I'm pretty yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> um, I think what's also interesting about about Cali is that depending on where you are, yeah. but I do see it more often. There's a higher focus on small businesses. Um, I think you know, coming from the DMV, like there there definitely are small businesses. Don't get me wrong, but um, I think it's also because like there's there's a lot of suburbs. There's a lot of chain stuff. There is. And yeah. when you come here, like there's a lot of like mom and pop shops and a lot yeah. of a ton of history and it's really great and enriching for for the culture because you know those kind of small businesses they share you know their passions with with the rest of the community and the community benefits from that um the industries are different here in the west coast so you know depending on the kind of job you want right you might a lot of people in the dmv as transplants because they want to work in government they want to work yep. in politics <laughs> yeah. yeah you find people in the west coast uh who want to work in entertainment who want to work in tech, who want to try a startup or, you know, who, who are into, into fashion. Yeah, um, that's true. Traffic is on another level. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, look, I get it. I know yeah. like traffic on 95 could be crazy. Traffic on the beltway can be crazy. You don't know traffic until you lived in LA. I remember sometimes yeah. where I'd be driving home at two o'clock in the morning and there's still traffic. I'm like, how? That's crazy. And there's not even any construction. Like yeah, how I at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it makes no sense. Yeah. Um, it's expensive to live, depending yeah. on where you're at. Unless you're like in Central Valley or like you're like deep in, it's expensive to live. I mean, like I, I live in the Bay Area, which is one of the most expensive areas to live in the entire right. world. Like it is yeah. no joke. Um, and that's why I think it's important when people do come to Cali uh is is just like you know they they come with a plan and know why they want to go and they have a right. plan of how they're gonna get there and um also being in the west coast it's huge it's really big like um dmv it, it does feel like you know nice kind of small pocketed like yeah. everyone on like messina like in messina's right <laughs> <laughs> like every everyone that i yeah, everybody you know, knows I everybody yeah living on that street yeah. right yeah yeah but like it's not necessarily like that depending on the area that you're in in cali yeah uh, it could be really big so i think the other kind of culture shock too is because it's so big you have to find groups and and people to right. make that large area feel smaller and feel like yeah. a tiny community otherwise you're gonna get lost in the sauce you're gonna feel like just another number out here in cali but it's um it's an amazing place to be. It's it's an yeah. amazing state. I I can't complain too much other than the price, but it's it's pretty it's pretty dope. I'm pretty sure, man. That's uh that's a great experience right there. So, yeah, that's great, man. I'm I'm glad that you made that nice transition from Maryland to California. I I can speak for Justin too. Like it's not yeah. it's it's tough. You know, you can't just um there's a lot of adjustments that you have to, one is like the, the time, the time difference, uh, <laughs> time differential, time difference. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's I mean, so much for uh, like my, based on my experience, there's so much to do here compared like back home in, in the DMV, you know, you go to Annandale, it's, it's like 
that's like the last place that you can hang out with. You know what I mean? <laughs> to get some boba like at eleven yeah. o'clock, yeah. and then they close maybe like twelve or one. Here they got like boba places like twenty four hours, you know, at, at your convenience. So the you know it's great. Like I said, um, for anyone that wants to, you know, wants to try it out here, you know, you definitely you know keep an open mind. You know, you just like try it out. Just take a chance, man. Just yeah, take, take a, a chance. chance. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> And no, just, Justin's the, he's the living proof. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I, I worked hard to just get here, you know? Um, oh, yeah, too. That too. It, it's funny you mentioned, like, the, the boba and Annandale tip, like, um, <laughs> because, like, yeah, like, there are, like, 24-hour boba spots. And I think when you go to the, you go to the DMV, it, it is kind of limited. It and is. then when you come to Cali, like, depending on where you are, like, K-Town, if you know the right people, you can find yourself <laughs> a 24-hour bar, a 24-hour I'm bar. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I remember, wow. like, I I would had an <laughs> I went to this one party. It was an underground party, and it was it was so weird. Like, you had to like know about it. It was super like underground. You you there was like a it, it was like underneath a coffee shop. Oh shit! Um, and you, <laughs> <laughs> and then That's you get wild. in, and then it's like it's they they're only serving like um, Kirkland tequila and and Tecate. <laughs> and the DJ is con- like used to date Kanye West. You're wow. like, oh, what, what the? Where the hell am I? Yeah. But you know, yeah. uh, it, it's a great vibe. But you know, yeah. it, it's it can be challenging though. Like for anyone who does want to move to California, it can be challenging. You just have to be comfortable with the uncomfortable because it will be. This is yeah. you know, especially if you don't know anybody. Yeah, it's gonna feel like you don't know anybody, even when you know some folks in the area. It, but that that kind of uncomfort is. We're gonna find a lot of growth. So, right. yeah. Good man, it's good to hear. So, uh, so tell us about your current position at, at Google. Um, and you know, I know it's been in the news too with working at Google. How do you feel about working at home until you know mid two thousand twenty one? Yeah. Uh, you know, like just until uh, just recently, I, I just got on to some new assignments. So I'm working on uh, partner marketing, which I mentioned earlier. I, I'm going to do some comms marketing too, which, which is going to be like uh, Google Duo, Google Meet, Google, all, all those different kind of communications apps that we have. Um, you know, and, and my job as a, you know, brand manager is to really understand, lead, and protect the brand of Google um, in, in whatever, whatever facets those are. Uh, you know, when it comes to... Um, partnership relations and under, making sure that they understand what, what the brand is about, um, making sure that their assets are correct. Like, you know, if it's going to be like a retail fixture, making sure that, you know, reviewing it from a brand standpoint, making sure all the verbiage represents what we're trying to say from a brand um, brand perspective. Um, you know, I, I would also work on commercials and work with agencies to make sure that we shoot the right things that we need in order to accomplish our our brand objectives, if it's like awareness, if it's, um, you know, uh, if, if it's perception, um, if it's, uh, you know, preference, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, as far as like working at Google, you know, and, and us working at home, uh, you know, working from home till July, 2021, like, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm an extrovert and I get energy mm-hmm. from people around me. Right. So it is a, it's a bummer that, I don't get to see my colleagues for so long, so many more months, like a, almost a year. But 
Google is definitely doing the right thing. You know, like public health and the health of my colleagues, the health of their families is first and foremost. Um, and we as at Google, like we're able, we've been able to adapt to the work from home model for a long time. Like a lot of, a lot of people do like work from home already, like before the pandemic, uh, we all have tools in order to do so. Um, there definitely there was an adjustment being made when everyone had to do it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think we're well suited to, to make sure that we, you know, we, we face these kind of business challenges right. um, with the pandemic, uh, but, but do them in stride because of um, the tools that we have and the support that we have uh, through our leadership. So, you know, it's, it's not, a, not a bad thing. I think it's, it's for the better, the greater good, but I miss people. I ain't going yeah, yeah. I, I miss the free food. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, free food yeah. is good. Free yeah. food is amazing. Oh my, they have free Filipino food sometimes too. <laughs> oh, wow. <shit. laughs> yeah, man. That's great, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad like, you know, Google is, um, they care about the people. They, they put them, you know, people's um, health and with their well-being. That's, that's good because I, I know you guys are, you guys are one of the, the first companies that did that before the whole pandemic thing like shut down. So yeah, yeah that's great. Um, so a good question for me to ask for this one, um, you have a, uh, a very, uh, passionate thing for sneakers. I can see in the background here. Um, so what, so tell us more how you got into it. Oh man. Um, it's, I think first and foremost, it's just living in the DMV. If, if you're in the DMV, even if you're not into shoes, like, you know about it, you know, all of, like. It's, it's interlaced in the culture. It's in the water. In the water. Uh, it, in the water. Like all, all the, like the, uh, a shoe culture. Um, you know, like the, the people that you knew around you, your, your classmates, your friends, you know who were fresh, <laughs> were always laced up. They always <laughs> had the fresh kicks. Like, yeah. you know, I, I remember even sometimes, uh, like, you know, folks would, would buy a pair of shoes and sit on it for like, a full time. two seasons yeah just so everyone dogs their pair and then you come out two seasons afterwards like you, you fresh them out. you're like no you, you got those two it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. you know but then that, like, yeah. <laughs> but like it, it's it's part dmv um it's part music like you know i i, I grew up you know watching the box um you know on what, what channel was that like 19b 19 <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I grew up watching that i grew up watching bt i grew up watching mtv and you know watching a lot of these music videos and, and idolizing them and, and seeing their fits so you see people like artists like nelly you know obviously with with air force ones but he was like fresh before that i remember him watching see him wear a pair of 17s in uh in sync um girlfriend video <laughs> Um, I remember seeing Ludacris oh. watch, wearing the white and red 17s in, uh, in the Move Bitch uh, video. Get out the way. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Dip, I got I to gotta watch that video again, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, even like, um, that, like Dip, Dipset, too. Like, just, just taking, like, kind of cues from their style. Albeit, like, everyone is in that age, right? Right, where... Um, <laughs> Your shirt was too young if that if that's <laughs> above your elbow. Yeah. Oh, now you yeah, had to have yeah, it below. Yeah. Had to have it below. Yeah, had to um, be below. Uh, Rockefeller, you know, uh, like Jay Z, I would always look at look at his style. I try to emulate his outfits. Um, remember, I tried to emulate one of his outfits from uh, his unplugged 
that he did on MTV with okay. like I think I remember that. Yeah, the Jesus shirt. The drunken, yeah, it was like yeah. a yeah, it was it was it was super dope. But um and one twelve, they wore the cod no. and yeah, it's uh, over now. Yeah. A lot of it too was just like influenced by um the style and, and music icons I looked up to. And then um Makuya Neil. He's uh he actually lives in, in LA. And uh, he was the one who got me my first pair of Air Jordans, right? I had a pair of Team Jordans before then. <laughs> I had a pair of Jumpman Pro Quicks. Hey, um, Eddie Jones. Eddie Jones. Yeah. I, oh, man, I, I had a pair of that. I had that pair, and I had a pair of um, Pippin 2s, the white and red Pippin 2s. Like, those were my, like, starter shoes. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the pre, uh, you know, getting into sneakers. Yeah. My, my Queen Neal... But for those who don't know, kuya is a is a, a term that we use in the Filipino culture to refer to, you know, like a like an older male oh, in your family. Big bro. Big bro, yeah. older cuz. Yeah. Um, but like he laced me up with a pair of Jordan Eleven Zen Lows. Oh, so those wow. are like all white ones. I think those were also a Nike Town exclusive. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yep. Um. So he got me a pair of those. I. <laughs> it's it's funny. Like my cousins remember it. Um. I fell asleep with that shoe the first night I bought. I, I got Jeez. it. I was like, I, I was like looking at it and I yep. literally fell asleep with the shoe like next to my face. Cause I was so, <laughs> I was so nice to have yeah, that shoe. Yeah. Oh, I don't blame you, man. Woo, I don't blame look at this carbon fiber. Yeah. It smells yeah. so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Days. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then, yeah. um, I got, I got deeper into it through things like, like Nike talk, right? Shout out, uh, shout out. Isaac Hazel, man, like that, that episode yeah. was amazing. And, um, but no, like I, I learned about it through Nike Talk. Uh, that was right around the era where the 17s were out and then they just leaked the 18s, right? Like they were the first ones to, I think it was like a silhouette at first and then they, yeah. they, they leaked the photo of the 18s. That was when I really like got super into it. Um, blogs, obviously, like Hypebeast back in the day, Freshness Mag, a lot of those things. Um, East Bay, East everyone. Bay. Everyone Gotta get those magazines. Yeah. yeah. Catalogs. Oh, I, didn't even, I didn't know the flight posit uh the, the flight posit threes came in this many colors. Like, yeah. oh, it's the team yeah, the, the team joints, yeah. yeah. Basketball, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then um and uh Slab magazine too. Like I that's how I I would look in like um with the upcoming releases. I'd always go to like Safeway. <laughs> And like my, you know, <laughs> and my mom was like, all right, I'm going to go grocery. She's like, okay, I'm going to go to magazines. So I'd yeah. like look up Nintendo Power. I'd look up, uh, you know, um, video game magazines, but I always pick up Slam Magazine. I Slam Magazine. Back. I was like, oh, what's, up? what's coming out? What's coming <laughs> out? Upcoming oh, release. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's been nothing but love. I mean, like, you know, we, I, I know I talked about it with, with y'all like off, offline, but, you know, every shoe has a memory and um those memories I, I cherish a lot and yeah. you know it's it's memories of of being fresh it's memories of you know the hunt it's yeah. memories of you know people around you and your loved ones like and what that means to you so uh you know that that passion for sneakers runs super super deep with me yeah. and uh, that's why I've, i was so stoked to see y'all ogs <laughs> Put this thing out i'm like oh hell yeah we about to <laughs> all right all right yeah yeah yep yeah that's why we like i said it's just you know we're privileged that you that you're able to you know join us in this you know like this episode um you know and, and really means a lot to us because it also makes us want to hear your stories too which is like mm -hmm. the main point of our, our podcast so 
Um, a good segue with this one, uh, Justin. Um, what are your favorite pairs of sneakers um, that you've owned? And are there any shoes that you're currently looking for? Okay. Uh, let's start off with my favorite silhouettes. So I got a couple of examples. So my favorite silhouette right now and for the past couple of years is actually the Spiridon. So, you know, here's oh, the, uh, here's, the para, here's the para yeah. pair. Yeah. One of the very few, well, the only raffle that I've won on end clothing. Um, I got That's these. Crazy. When I, when I, when I saw the pack, right, this one and the Air Max one, I was like, yo, Spiridons for sure. I'm going to put my name in for the Air Max ones too, but I want the Spiridons. I need to have the Spiridons in my life. And I have about six, seven pairs, I think seven pairs now of Spiridons, all different colors, uh, some different exclusives too. So, um, I'll, I'll, but uh, yeah, there's that. Um, the Chuck Taylor 70. So, you know, it's it's different, right, from a regular Chuck Taylor. Over here. Those are like the, the, the kind of like the Jack Purcells. Yeah, well, exactly. They have they're they're like more stylish, right, than a regular yeah. tailor. It's a different shape because the midsole is thicker. Thicker. Uh, yeah. The insole is is more cushy on mm -hmm. the seventy, and you know the seventy is just like it's a classic, man. You could like this is a a pair from Offspring, um, so it's it's a European brand. They did a collab. Um, when this, when I saw photos of this come out, I was like, "Oh, I have to have this." <laughs> yeah. um, you know, you, you, I don't necessarily buy. For, I don't buy for the hype. I buy what I like. What? Um, buy what you like. That, that's yeah. how it's supposed to be. That's the key. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, for for those who don't know, like, uh, Comme des Garcons, every that's a that's a seventy. So, yep. Reference point. Uh, Jordan ones. So Royals, Royals. Um, interesting story about these. Uh, Rael, I remember he wore <laughs> these in high school, and I, I saw I saw him wear it. And I think ever since I saw him wear it, I felt <laughs> there's this just is a man influencer, bro. <laughs> it's it's the color. I think it's the shade yeah. of blue that is so so nice with this. So um, I wasn't fortunate to get a get a pair back then, but when it released a couple of years ago. I must have gone to like four, three or four different cheeks. Wow. Um, and I went uh, obviously on, on Nike and I also put in my raffle for a local store here, Bows and Arrows in Berkeley to get the shoe. I actually ended up getting two pairs. I sold, I sold one. I sold it right after. I wasn't trying to flip it for a lot of money. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Make sure that someone else is able to get it. Yeah. So there's that. I'm actually a big, I'm actually a really big fan of Air Force Ones. Those so, are IDs, the Nike Bayous. Yeah, Nike Bayous. They did a. They kept going on and off with um, this option for snakeskin. Yeah. But uh, one of my shoes is actually a really good segue. It's like one of the shoes that I love, one of my favorites, and I'm still trying to look for is a pair of Air Max One Atmos. And the price is just like it keeps going up and up and up. But right. when I saw this right. Ni uh, Nike ID and I was looking at the colors, like, I could make a similar looking yeah. shoe. Yeah. So yeah. people I had were doing these, that with the Dior ones too. Dior <laughs> ones. Yeah. I mean, I have, I have a pair of the the Zoom, uh, the the Undior, yeah. yeah. four man Diors. <laughs> um, but they they were doing similar things like with uh to make it look like the Supreme Dunk. The Unions. But, uh, I made I made one myself with the Unions. So. I saw Rail got the Chicago. Did you mean the Chicago ones, right? The black toes. Yeah. I was yo nice yeah. nice. I was I yeah. mean. Like that's in my Nike yeah. locker. <laughs> yeah. One of those. Um, but yeah, I got 
uh, I actually like Air Force Ones a lot. I yeah. love what Nike does um, periodically whenever it celebrates like another five year anniversary. Right. They do some really special things. So um, you'll see, you'll see a couple more pairs of that um, a little later. Uh, other shoes I'm looking for, actually got one of the pairs yesterday that I've been looking for, which is a UK exclusive Spirit on Moon Particle. Uh, my girlfriend bought it for me for my birthday, so that's coming from the UK. That's um, love, bro. That is yeah, <laughs> for real. I, was, I showed her the shoe, and I was like, yo, what do you think about this? Like, it's under retail. Like, I could get it right now. She's like, unless you want it for your birthday. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're like, yeah, you sure? That is a keeper. <laughs> yeah, like, she got me um, the Rookie of the Year ones as well. Uh, oh, for nice. Yeah. I regret, I mean, I saw those at Shoe Palace. I was like, you know what? It's like $99. I'm going to just wait. <laughs> ah! that them things were like $400, yeah. $500 yeah. now, bro. Can't what, wait I, on what I love about them is um, it's, it reminds me of a pair that I used to wear. Uh, the Escape pack, if you guys remember that. Yeah. Uh, so I had a pair of Escape Air Force One Lows, and I wore the hell out of those shoes. <laughs> But um, it's a similar kind of colorway with like a lighter tan, obviously. But I was like, yo, I have to have these, these shoes. Um, a shoe that I was looking for for a while, but I just got recently, I'll show you all, is the um, Japan exclusive Loop Wheeler um, Air Max 95s. Whoa. So, so, for, so for anyone who isn't familiar with Loop Wheeler, uh, Loop Wheeler is a Japanese brand. They specialize in sweatshirts. And they did a collab with Nike. Their first collab with Nike was years ago. They made a, a special sweatshirt, a Nike Lupular sweatshirt. And the whole thing about that, I think, is like they can only make 12 a day because the quality is so high. Right. And um, ever since then, I, they were on my map. I, I had an opportunity to visit Japan a couple of times. And I've, I visited that store. I got a sweatshirt for my, my boss. He really wanted one. But when I saw this shoe, I, one, <laughs> I love the colors. I, I do love blue and orange and black together. Um, and I saw this pair. I'm like, yo, I have to have these. Uh, any other pairs I'm looking for? I am still looking for, um, let's see here. I'm looking for a black cement three in my size. You at didn't a good price. get those on, on yeah, You didn't get those? Uh, you know, like, to get, man. Here's, here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, I've had a couple threes in the past. I've had true blue threes. I've had fire red threes. And I remember when I had my true blue threes, those were when it was an EU exclusive. I wore it twice and the, the, the paint on the midsole cracked. I was like, <laughs> fuck this, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, I am <laughs> not buying a pair of threes anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, and I know like they did the whole remastered thing. I was like, man, I don't, I don't fucking believe it. And yeah. if anyone who knows that midsole is also the hardest thing to clean. I used to have it a pair is. of white cements back in the day and um they got yellowed really quickly so then i had to paint over it with like white paint and mix it with acetone tips from nike talk <laughs> just trying to get it okay yeah, yeah the angeles yeah. leather paint yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that was before then though dude like we didn't yeah. no one knew about the angeles what leather yeah, yeah. paint but yeah. like um i remember i saw that and i was like man i don't trust threes i can't get a three and then i kept looking at reviews and like wait a minute hold up it's holding up it's yeah. really holding up so um I know I, I didn't I didn't cop when I want uh, when I should have, but I, I am looking for a pair of 2018 Nike Air joints. Um, I am still looking for a pair of black and red Jordan ones. Jeez, <laughs> you didn't still... get those either. It's like twice, twice. <laughs> I know. 2016, I know. 2013, man. I think I think that was like the thing too. The thing with me and shoes too is like 
I won't go over my means. I think that's yep. something that my parents always taught of me. Course, right? Of like, course, of yeah. course. I really try to make sure that I, I pay all my bills 100% on time. I want to have a good credit score. Um, you know, I, I want to own a house, you know, someday. Yeah. And all you that will. stuff is important. So, um, you know, if I don't have the money and the means, I won't get it. But it's not to say that I didn't try. I definitely right. tried. Yeah. <laughs> I caught that L yeah. super hard on, on sneakers. Like, yeah. I remember it was like, there's the band joint, uh, like <laughs> 23 yeah. and yeah. the one. Or not 23 days. 31. 31. Yeah. But I was like, fuck, like, I still yeah. I cannot get this shoe for the life of me. <laughs> so, but yeah, like those are, those are the ones on my radar. So anyone listening, y'all got <laughs> Tell 10, them and what your size. 10 and a half. 10 and a half. And y'all got it in some good condition. Hit me up. We could talk at just G photography. <laughs> talk. We definitely can plug you in, man. Like I said, hey, yeah, man. Hey. Help, help our guy out. So in that case, man, um, you know, we're halfway through the year too. Also, what, what, you got any like, you know, looking forward to like with the new releases? Oh, you know, like I was just thinking about this the other day too. Um, the, the third, actually, so I saw a pair of Jordan one lows in um, a clay gray. So that's a women's only, but it's, it takes back from like um, hints from Nike lab in, uh, in yeah. New York. So when they had the bespoke program still, you had to size your shoes. So they had like a bunch of shoes in that store where you could try it on, but they would actually sometimes like sell them or like some people would actually be able to get them, but it's in this really nice creamy gray, neutral gray. And I just love that color blocking of just all gray upper and white sole. You can match it with anything. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to the, um, the, the, what was it? The solar orange? um jordan threes also women's yeah i think uh yeah it's a woman's uh color yeah. women's are getting like and, and perhaps Jordan <laughs> brand because they're finally under they're better understanding their audience and knowing their target is bigger than they thought thought it was um they're really giving them some really great colors i mean like the the satin reds that came out recently were pretty fire. off white fours off white fours yeah they, they've been lacing them up um the tie-dye ones tie-dye ones uh <laughs> oregon fives yeah i like i like that shoe i know it's a bit polarizing with all that green no that's that's a sick shoe to be honest with it, you it i even like the michigan ones the michigan ones are tight the michigan ones are tight yeah. i just yeah. i wish that um they would release they put the logo the, they logo? Put the logo too yeah or they picked the fab five version the fab five yeah that's that's up there is one of my favorite shoes like i think the color blocking of the fab five is amazing how they make that that net black um like those are, I think some of the shoes like kind of on the horizon that I'm looking forward to, but, uh, but yeah, like there's always another pair. Right. And that's yeah. the thing with Nike, like they'll do a shock drop or you know, like, <laughs> Oh, in, in a week we're releasing this. Like, like I, I got to look at my wallet real quick. Like I just made, gotta make sure, like, <laughs> yeah, I just I pay my spend. bill, man. You know, know, and all this stuff starts coming out you're like, ah, oh, shit. It doesn't make it easy when you're into yeah. cycling, when that thing is also money, it's a money suck. Yeah. You know? So, so. yeah. Yeah, man. So shying away from that hobby, going to another hobby, uh, I see that, you know, you're into photography and stuff like myself. Um, how is it, you know, how, how important is it like capturing moments when you're taking these photos, man? Like what's your vision when it comes to like taking these photos? Yeah. Um, I mean like a, ba a little backstory about photography. Yeah. It relates to shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> every, I mean, it all, it's all, it's, yeah, the, it's yeah. the root of everything. Right. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. So, uh, Granted, I wouldn't post on Nike Talk a lot. I would always go, though. And 
the forum that I would frequent the most is actually the general forum. And the general forum, it has so many different threads, but it had a photography thread. It had many photography threads. Don't, don't get me wrong. It had like volume one, two, three, four, five, six, or whatever. Um, but the photography thread, I caught on to that in high school. And I looked at some of the images that the users were putting out there. I was like, oh, like that's really cool. So then I took, uh, we had a digital camera that came for free with our printer. It was probably 1.5 megapixels at the time. <laughs> and I started experimenting with some of these different angles. And then I eventually got a phone with a camera in it. <laughs> a Sony, a Sony Ericsson K750i got that thing from the Philippines. Yeah. They didn't sell that in the States. That was two megapixels. <laughs> and then, um, and then I ended up getting like a, a DSLR as my graduation gift, right. a, a Rebel XT. So that's really, really old in, in SLR now. But um, I really found myself having a great passion for photography because it, it just, it does capture these amazing moments. And um, these moments are all about timing, right? So right, yeah. if, if you have a subject in front of you, it's about timing the right expression, right? Or the right body posture to making, making sure that it's capturing what you're intending um, it to be as the photographer. Uh, if you're shooting sports, which is something that I used to shoot a lot when I was in college, um, I was a staff photographer for the Berkeley newspaper. Um, it's all about timing the ball, timing the action, anticipating the action. One of the hardest, uh, hardest sports to shoot is I think swimming and tennis, tennis and even, wow. and baseball. Like yeah. those are all high velocity um, sports, right? So yeah. uh, swimming, you have to time when the stroke is coming through. When is the water not blocking the face? When is the arm up? Yeah. And making sure that um, you mark uh, in, your, in your notes who's in which lane. So then when you go back to the staff, you could say like, oh, this is a photo of so-and-so. This is a photo of so-and-so. Or tennis, anticipating when the ball is going to be in the frame as, as the racket's about to hit it. That's such a hard, hard thing to do. Um, baseball, depending on the angle that you do, right? like you don't want it just here. You want that ball coming off the coming finger. off the finger, oh, yeah. Yeah, so that it's it's about anticipation, anticipation right. for that timing. Um, but then, like sometimes it's just about those special moments that's around you, right? So, you know, um, if you're shooting a child, for instance, right, you're doing a shoot with with a kid who you have to be patient <laughs> with, just yeah. looking and right, anticipating when are they going to smile? Are they going to have a break in between their cries? Um, you know, and, and that kind of timing is is the thing that you have to practice. You have, that, you have to anticipate, you have to learn. Um, you have to also kind of like understand what the camera does and how, yeah. you know, like understanding what the, all the values mean. How do they interplay with each other? Yeah. How do they balance each other off? How do, you know, how do you, how do you make sure that you have the right gear on you, have it in the right settings? Um, you know, but with that said, like, you know, photography is all about kind of capturing those right moments, um, being cognizant of the moment, being, being in the moment and understanding what's going around you. Because uh, ultimately, you don't need a fancy camera, you know, to yeah, take that's some why photos. Yeah, yeah. The best camera that you have is the one in your hands. Yep. And I've taken some really great photography with my iPhone um, you know, with my SLR. It, you know, it doesn't matter. It, it, what matters is the subject. And, and capturing the moments. Yeah. Get it in the right time. Yeah. And would you say you're a portrait uh, shooter or you're a landscape or, uh, you, you know, know, like just a hobbyist? 
to be, so <laughs> I was, my photography, to be fair, um, I haven't been practicing my photography as much as I, I right. would like. Um, but my favorite photography, I think out of all the things that I would shoot is sports. Sports. Um, I've had a really great opportunity. I had a really great opportunity with, um, with Bert, with going to Berkeley that, um, I was able to shoot for the newspaper because that allowed me to be at a lot of different sports events. So, um, for those who don't know, Berkeley is also known as Cal, right? Um, when you think about the Pac-10, that's Cal, that's Berkeley. Bears. <laughs> Bears. So like Marshawn Lynch, he was, yeah. he was in school when I was in school. Deshaun yeah. Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. Um, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Javid Best, Aaron Rodgers, like all those folks like came from, came from Cal. So I got to shoot a number of football games you know, against Oregon. There was a one time I got to shoot a game against Maryland and it was an away game. So I got to fly on the team plane with, with Cal, go to, go to Maryland, shoot that game and then fly back. The fu- a funny story though, is um, the summer right before that game, right before that, that semester, I actually took a couple classes at university of Maryland and a lot of athletes would take summer classes as well. And I had a class with like three football players oh, and, um, you know, one of whom was like, uh, their, their leader on defense. Um, and you know, I wore a Cal shirt one time and they came up to me and was like, yo, when you go back home, tell them we're going to whoop that ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it, it was great too. Like we lost that game. Uh, but after, right after the game, I saw him, I saw, I saw my buddy Dave from, from class. Like, yo, Dave, You're like, yo, what's good, man? What's good? <laughs> Um, but yeah, shooting sports is, is, uh, is a really fun thing for me to do. I had an opportunity to do it in LA too, just like here and there. Um, my buddy, he worked on uh, dime. He worked at dime magazine as a, as a freelance writer. And, um, he covered the NBA E league. So if anyone's familiar, that's the <laughs> entertainers league, yeah. uh, being in Los Angeles, you have all these celebrities and they want to play their own kind of league rec games. Right. So they would have celebrities play in this league he would he played in the league as well uh with them but i got to shoot uh for dime and and share my photos uh in in one of their issues and it was cool like i got to take photos of uh some artists that i i grew up in some artists that i knew um silk the shocker he was he played in the <laughs> silk league the shocker. uh do y'all remember um uh, the old Superman from uh, Los, uh, like Clark Kent. Oh yeah, Dean Kane. Yeah, yeah. he Dean was Kane. in that league. Um, Peter, <laughs> he played ball. <laughs> you remember Peter from Hunger Games? He was in yeah. that league. He was in that uh, team. Yep. Uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, he of played. On, so he played on the team that my buddy was on. Yeah. Um, he was wearing he was wearing Jordans as well, and I got to shoot uh, Chris Brown as well. Um, I remember he was wearing a pair of, uh, pair of Kobe's, but, um, sports is my favorite. I think what I love about shooting sports is that it's just raw, you know, um, it's, it's raw emotion. Um, you, they leave it all out on the field, on the court. Uh, they're not worried about cameras, but, uh, what they do naturally, as far as their, their individual athleticism is concerned, is such a beautiful thing to watch and a beautiful thing to capture. Um, and beside that, uh, portraits, uh, I do like doing environmental portraiture. So right. having people just out of the environment, not necessarily in a studio. Um, but I, I have for, you know, we'll admit I have been, I have been slacking. 
Um, but it's, it, it, it's, it's definitely great. Um, it's a great passion. Yeah. Before we round out that um, that question, well, tell us tell us the gear that you have now. That what what type of camera? You, I mean, a camera you have now? Yeah, I have. <laughs> so I've had so from the Rebel, I then owned a Canon 40D, then I owned a Canon nice. 5, 5D Mark II, then I owned okay. a five, then a five Mark five, uh, Mark III, and yeah. I own a Mark IV. Interesting wow. story though. Some heavy the, gears you got there, man. Yeah, interesting <laughs> yeah. story though about yeah. the uh, the 5D series, uh, the 5D Mark II. And I had that for a couple of years and I would always carry my gear with me because I would sometimes just do like sporadic shoots um, right. with teammates or, or whatever. I always keep, I, I usually kept the gear in my, in my trunk. Um, I was merging onto, um, on the 10 in, in, uh, in LA and I was headed to dance practice and um, I got in, I got rear-ended pretty badly. And all my gear, about $10,000 worth of gear, tripods, uh, umbrellas, mm. light setup, camera, lenses, all got destroyed. Wow, and, dude. Um, That's crazy. Insurance didn't cover it because insurance yeah. only covers what's bolted to the car. Yeah. So I lost all that. I had to actually go into litigation in order to get some kind of money back. Dang. That's and then I bought a 5D Mark III. So that, with my 5, 5D Mark III, um, I was doing a small little shoot as a birthday promotional thing um, for myself and a friend of mine. Uh, shout out Carol, I got her into shoes. She might be listening <laughs> to this. Um, but we were doing a shoot yeah. <laughs> at, uh, outside my dance studio in San Francisco. And as we we're reviewing, reviewing photos, out of nowhere, someone takes, grabs my camera, yanks it out of my hand. Wow, that's crazy. Sprinting. Like my wow. first reaction is like, oh, Damn. hell no. Because yeah. at that point, I just had the camera for probably about less than a month damn after after going into years of litigation and to get the money i think i waited like four years three four years to get the camera again i got my camera stolen like taken from my hands less than a month i ran after him and then i saw him and our uh, our dance studio's in a rough area right and as soon as as soon as some turned the corner i know what's over there i was like it ain't worth it yeah okay. never got it again yeah uh, but, you know, like I saved up money. And then as soon as the 5D Mark IV came out, I copped that thing. And now, like, you know, it's it's tough to travel with because it is heavy. Yeah. I have a 7200 uh, IS, this is the L. I have a, uh, you know, I have a 30, 35 mil prime. I got a 24 to 70. Um, I have, a, what is it, 11 to 30 mil Um uh, Takino lens, like one of the, one okay. of the yeah. lenses. Okay. That's cool. So I, I got a couple of things here and there, but what I don't have is um, external lighting. And okay. it's because I, I, don't, I don't do enough shoots to really warrant it. Right, yet. right. Yeah. I, I, still got, I still got my gear. Um, that's cool, man. It's still fun to shoot around with. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, like I said, it's, it, I think it's the perfect time because especially we're all in quarantine. Like, you start yeah rekindling with your photography because yeah i checked out your page like before you, you have a home page it's still on i like check <laughs> it out yeah i was like yeah man like you take great photos so you know don't you know you know don't hinder it continue to rekindle that passion because you know that was one like one of your first loves like sneakers so yeah, yeah all, all it takes is just a, a single shoot and then it goes from there a fun i mean like um i shared this image before but one of the one of the, my favorite times of shoot, uh, me shooting, I shot a concert for Wale. 
Mm -hmm. uh, so obviously, like, we're from the DMV. I used to listen to Wale, like, yeah, all the time. I, all <laughs> the time. Studio 4-3 days, you know, yeah, I, I, four, had three. In, I had three. a code into my yeah. MySpace. I had that, had that thing queued up. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, my, my buddy, um, you know, like, Ravi, y'all might know him, too. Yeah. Um, but Ravi, he was, uh, he knew Wale and, um, you know, like he, while we were in, we were all living in LA, Wale came to House of Blues, um, to, to perform, uh, hooked up with, uh, with Ravi and Ravi was like, yo, you want to shoot, shoot his concerts? Like, hell yeah. <laughs> so I got to meet Wale, uh, at, in his tour bus, um, you know, got to dap him up or whatever they were playing, yeah. they were playing NBA 2K. <laughs> and then um I, we go out i we're on stage with his little entourage while he's performing we're like behind him so i got i got like this really great frame uh, of him um you know in in the light and in the fog and i also got to see uh meek mill that he was over there too that i think this was before their initial beef but um <laughs> it was a uh, photography has definitely opened up some really interesting moments yeah. That's awesome, man. Thanks for sharing. So uh, another good segue to this. Um, we see that you cycled. You're, you're, you know, cycle is also, cycling is also another passion of yours. We see that you cycled recently for 100 miles, <laughs> which is an incredible <laughs> accomplishment. That's a big uh, accomplishment. You want, yeah. So, you know, if you want to just share, how did you mentally prepare yourself and how much of a physical toll did that take for you? Yeah. Um, you know, like I've, so I started cycling when I was in college. Uh, I used to ride fixed gear bikes and, um, you know, cause that's all I could afford. <laughs> I, you know, like I started to be like, Oh, like this is, this is really fun. Just like being on a bike and just like, you know, learning about your, learning your area. And then, um, when I got, when I moved to LA, I stopped cycling because LA is not a cycle friendly town, <laughs> not a, no. you know, like, it's it's rough man like those potho potholes like all yeah. the traffic the way that some drivers are in la it's, it's a tough place to to cycle but when i mentioned cycling to my boss when i first started in, in working in in la um he mentioned like oh yeah like you know uh, uh are you gonna do a, a century i'm like what's that it's 100 miles i'm like that sounds tight hell yeah <laughs> i want to do that but then it was like kind of off my radar but um, actually, just until recently, um, I've, I've been on medical leave. And, you know, uh, during medical leave, you know, I was trying to make sure that, you know, from a mental and physical standpoint, I got to, I'm getting to a better place. And with that, uh, my girlfriend and I were doing a very regimented um, exercise program. And part of it is you have to do an hour of cardio every day. And I was like, and, and then the first day we did it, he was like, all right, we could run in place for an hour. So we did that. I was like, yo, this shit sucks. Oh my God, my calves <laughs> are en fuego right now. Yeah, I cannot yeah. deal. Like, let's, I still got my bike. Like, let's bring it out. I brought up my bike and I'm like, damn, like, I forgot how good this felt. And I made that into kind of a regular thing of me cycling. And I was like, you know what? Like, this is a great time to really get into it. Like I wanted to get into it, right? Like, not only is the Bay Area really friendly for cyclists, but also I have more expendable income at this point. Like I can afford a nice bike. Nice I don't have bike. to like settle for a two hundred dollar used joint that has <laughs> one gear. You a can't Cannondale go. joint, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like you know, I was um, I got a bike, I got a new bike, and um, I found I fell in love. 
you know, it, what it did is just like kind of open, opened up all the, all these avenues to just like uh, fitness. Right. I, I never really thought of myself as like, and, and really following, but I think in order to make sure that I'm on a good progression, I made sure I had a goal and harking back to that, that time in 2010, when my boss told me about a uh, century for the first time, I'm like, that's always been on my bucket list. Like yeah. I want to, I want to make that my North star now. So, you know, I, I, I did, as I do with many of my passions, I get really deep into it. I get really deep in the forums or you get really deep into YouTube. And I like learned a lot about the sport, what it requires from your body, how you should be training, um, you know, creating uh, specific routes for myself, building myself up um, to a level of fitness that I can take on that challenge. And, um, and, and on the weekend before I was going back to work, which is also like um, close to my birthday, I was like, you know, I've, I've been training pretty hard for, for a while and I've been practicing, you know, um, food and nutrition while on the bike. I've been practicing um, going from 10 miles to 20 to 30 to 40 to 50 to 60 miles. Um, I've been training with elevation gains from flat to over 5,000 feet of elevation right. inside the ride. Right. Uh, you know, like, I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to take it on. And I took a bunch of like different food with me, energy bar cliff bars, energy gels, um, energy uh, chews. I brought like three bottles of water, added hydration mix to it, um, made a designated point that my girlfriend could meet me at mile 60 so I can refill all my stuff. And six and a half hours Jeez. on the bike, um, 4,700 feet of elevation gain. Um, I was able to do it. I was able to cross that off my bucket list. Now, this is actually still just training for me because I am planning to do another century ride next month, which is, a, this is going to be an officially sanctioned event. Hopefully it still happens. Yeah. A lot been canceled, but this one hasn't been canceled so far, but there's a hundred miler in Marin, uh, which is North, like, the northern bay area uh with more almost double that elevation so eight more than eight thousand feet of elevation um uh, elevation gain so that's what i've been tra i'm training up for still but it's uh it's a me mentally um i think it's exhilarating when you yeah. see your numbers you know get yeah. higher yeah. and lower right like lower in time higher in what you're able to accomplish seeing your heart rate it's a really addictive thing, kind of like anyone who's, you know, into weightlifting, yeah. you know, seeing your gains there, seeing like, you know, your progress photos, measuring arms or legs or looking at how, how much weight you're able to rack up. And like, it helps that I had like, you know, I just have like one earbud in listening yeah. to podcasts. <laughs> I, was, I listened to, I was listening to y'all's podcast. Hey, shout out. To the, to the, <laughs> I, listened, yeah. I listened to Jalen and Jacoby. Um, I listened to um, All the Smoke. Um, I listened to Bodega Boys. Um, <laughs> like it, it's, it helps kind of mentally like keep you keep you motivated. And then um, physically speaking, I, I was able to do enough training that at the end of it, I was tired. Don't get me wrong, right. but I was like still good. You know what I'm saying? Like the next day, I was like, I'm, I don't feel that bad. And then the day after that, I was like, I'm back on the bike. I'm I'm doing another ride. So. That's wild. So you didn't you didn't feel any like soreness like when you laid out in bed or? Oh, I mean, like there was definitely soreness, like, but it wasn't yeah. like crippling, you know. Yeah. Um, 
that, like my ass was sore for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. Shot. That 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 seat, man, it's like yeah. super pointy. <laughs> you got it. You got. If anyone's yeah. getting into cycling, just yeah. know that more padding doesn't actually mean more nah. better, right. more more comfortable. It's all about the, your sit bones and um, your your physiology. Yeah, your anatomy. But um, you know, thankfully, I have a Theragun as well, so like able to, to yeah. massage out you know uh break up the scar tissue it's it's definitely able to help with recovery and i will say this eating a plant-based diet it really does yeah. help like when i moved between uh, when i went from a regular omnivore diet to a plant-based diet i was like oh like the transition is not bad when i went back to a regular omnivore diet just for like you know for uh, when i went back to it it's like oh like i feel like shit like yeah. my system's backed up I, I feel tired, but when I when I went plant based, like between workouts, I was I was able to get up and go. I had a lot of energy, and you know after like killing it in you know in the gym, like I'm able to go back the next day, and I'm I'm all right. I'm not even that sore. So you know, there's a really great benefit for it as well. Right. So so would you say going vegan or plant based uh, really helped you? You know, like with your cycling or? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's definitely helped. Um, I'm not sure if I, I would have had the, like, I don't know if I would have the willpower yeah. if I was still eating whatever I wanted to eat to, to try to diet and make sure that I was like eating the right things. I don't know if I, I would have that same kind of willpower. Yeah. So were you, were you, oh, I'm sorry about that, but uh, were, were you vegan first before the cycling or? I was. You know? So okay. I, I recently hit my two year anniversary of yeah. going plant-based. Um, I'll share this story too. It's, I think it's a, it's a funny one. Um, I went vegan because I lost a bet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, in uh, one of our, uh, you know, like in our first year of, of uh, our relationship, uh, my, my girlfriend's name is funny enough. Her, my girlfriend's name is Justine. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, nice. uh, Meant to together, be, man. Meant to be. Together. Yeah. Right on it, bro. <laughs> together we are the ju we're the justice league yeah, yeah. Um, but no like she we were, we were going on a date and we went mini golf oh, yeah, let's make things interesting you know like if you win i'll go vegan for a week if i win i have so much time to think about this i'm gonna win anyway it doesn't even matter yeah, yeah. right I, I, like damn you're you that I'm confident not gonna, i'm not gonna lose <laughs> yeah oh shit i choked so hard by the by the end of the the front nine i was like i'm gonna eat so many vegetables um but you know like i i lost by um quite a bit of strokes yeah um but man like it it was nothing but it's been nothing but great like i've always been a bit of like a hefty boy growing up but you know when i went <laughs> i actually ended up losing about 20 pounds nice nice you know? And my energy levels were great. Um, you know, I, my blood levels weren't, uh, my cholesterol went down. Uh, my blood levels weren't affected in a negative way. Wow. And I was like, you know what, like I've gone this far and it, it's, it's kind of like any progress that you make, right? You've yeah. gone this far. Why go back? Well, yeah. Why go back? Yeah. You know, like, there's no point in going back. You, you just keep going at it. Like keep, keep see how far you can go. And and that's really what it was like we you're i went back to a regular omnivore diet and then we were about to go on a series of trips during the summer together i was like when we when we're together um we would eat plant-based anyway right i do it 
you know, just to make, make it easy for courtesy too. Um, so we could share food as well. I was like, you know, we're going to be a lot of trips. Like, let's just see how long it'll go. And then what was one, another week turned into two weeks, turned into a month, turned into three, turned into, I am not, I'm not stopping this. And I will absolutely share this with anyone who's willing to listen because okay. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. And I know people was like, oh, I need my protein. Oh, you know, <laughs> I, need, I need my steak. I need this. I need yeah. that. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'll miss yeah. a steak. I watch a lot of food videos. I've, I know, like, you know, how to sous vide a steak. I know what that tastes like. I know how delicious Wagyu beef is. But it's, to me, at this point, with how much progress I've made, it's not worth going back. Yeah, man. And I also understand, like, I crave these things only when I'm hungry. It's not... <laughs> It's never when like, you know, like I'm full, like, oh, I could use a steak right now. It's like, yeah. no, it's like, I'm watching YouTube. I see a steak. I'm like, oh, I am hungry. Yeah. Well, if I'm looking at a steak and I'm being hungry about a steak, I just need to have a snack. So maybe I have some fruit, you know? And don't fake. There's some really good vegan stuff out there. I, I'm pretty I, sure. <laughs> we, we talk about like, you know, crispy pata, like vegan. God, God crazy. We got we to gotta, we gotta put on that next time, you know, if yeah. you ever come visit to NorCal. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm gonna just switch it off because um, I know you already you, you touched base about like uh, you know advice about living rather than California. Uh, so I'm gonna just switch it up a little bit. Um, I also see that you're also passionate about you were saying in the beginning uh, about dancing. Uh, yeah. If you want to just maybe just touch a little bit on you know like how you yeah. got into it and you know let's hear this. Very passionate, man. Um, so I don't know if like you know like. So some folks in high school knew this about me, um, but I was in a ballroom dance group uh, when I was in high school. So um, shout out, shout out to my to my crew, Hype Forty Two. You know who you are. <laughs> um, they're you know they're all still in the DMV actually. But um, I, we, I used to dance ballroom, and we would go to like these different Filipino events. We danced in the um, Filipino Independence Day parade. Yeah, shout out to Road. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it was, uh, it was fun. Um, I didn't realize I liked dance that much though then. And I think, you know, it's, what's interesting is if anyone knows the DMV too, it's, it's also full of really amazing talent when it comes to, I mean, a lot of things, but dancers as well. So, you know, America's Best Dance Crew, So You Think You Can Dance have had a number of people from the DMV, really notable people from our community right. who, were, who were on those stages. And um, you know, like I, I never really, I would always like compare my dancing to people in our area who's always really good to dancing. So it never really gave me an opportunity to blossom into this love and passion. I mean, I liked it, but I never really, you know, grew into it because I was never as good as those folks. But I think that's what's really great about moving to a completely different place and not knowing anybody and having that discomfort. Because, you know, in that discomfort, you really understand who you are, what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, and find out opportunities for growth. So when I moved to California, I was really able, I was able to be my own self. Um, when I was in college, uh, Berkeley does this really great program called uh, DECAL. So it's a democratic, the democratic education in the sense of students get to facilitate their own classes. They get to have it on their rubric. And there might've been some stories out before in the news, like how Berkeley has 
a class about The Simpsons or they have a class about um, 007 and then that series. There's a class uh, that I took, it was salsa. So I used to dance salsa when I was in middle school and high school, but I was like, you know what? Like, I still remember it. Like I had fun doing it. Let me, let me just like do it again. Like, let's see how it, how it goes. And I did it again. I was like, you know, when I don't have the expectations and people to compare myself with that I've grown up with around me, like, I feel like I, I could really just express myself. And I found myself really like enjoying the dance for, for what it is. So I, I danced salsa then, and then when, and that was my senior year of college. And then when I moved to LA, one of my classmates from that class, she went, she then went to UCLA law school. She was like, Hey, Justin, like I'm taking salsa classes at UCLA. Like you want to join with me? I was like, definitely. Yeah, for sure. So in order to go to the, um, the gym, I actually had to become a member of the UCLA alumni. <laughs> this is kind of weird, but like I, I joined the alumni association just so I could take these classes and I took more salsa classes. And then I was like, Oh, you know what? Actually I'm not, I'm not bad at it. I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of decent in it, you know? And I asked my parents to ship me my, um, no, sorry. What was one of my visits? I, I got my old dance shoes, uh, <laughs> from, from those days cause they still fit. And, um, you know, from, from there, uh, I was in, from those classes, I was introduced to the actual dance scene, the, the Latin dance scene. And the Latin dance scene is really popular in a, in a lot of different places in the world. LA definitely being one of them. And uh, they introduced me to salsa clubs. So I went to a salsa club and I was like, whoa, like what, what happens in a salsa club is it's all people there, just a social dance. So you go, you walk in, you ask a random person, it's like, hey, would you like to dance? You dance a song, two, three, and then you keep it moving. You dance to someone else. And that just, it, it sparked something really great in me. And I, during that time too, I also had an opportunity through that class, um, I got introduced to a dance team. And I was like, oh, you know, during that time in LA, and I, 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 talk, I talked about it earlier, like you have to find your community. I actually had a hard time the first two years I was living in LA. I, I felt like I, I didn't find, I mean, I had friends, but there wasn't a community that I really felt at home, huh. right? Like they didn't feel like my homies from back home in the DMV. Yeah. Like I didn't have that sense of community. And I felt really lost, you know, and for a long time, I was like, yeah, I gotta hate LA, I gotta move, like, I'm about to move to New York, like, I, I know yeah. more people in New York. Mm -hmm. And then I met this dance team, and I, I developed, that we developed family and community there. Mm -hmm. And that community helped, you know, further that passion, and that passion just continued from 2012 until now. It's been wow. nothing but fantastic. I've been able to do some really, perform with some really great people, perform in front of thousands of people, um, been able to perform at uh, different festivals, congresses, uh, got to, I've been paid, had paid gigs. I've, nice. you know, uh, I danced at, um, I was a performer at a wedding with some of my, my dance teammates. And that, that video became really viral on, on Instagram. <laughs> So like I'd have people like tagging me that don't even know my dance background. I'm like, Justin, is that you? you? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I've had an opportunity to teach in in, in various places, but it's a really great, um, great passion of mine. It's a it's a, a way to meet people from different backgrounds, different cultures, uh, and really understand, you know, where where they're coming from and and the Latin culture and how rich it is. You know. Right. Uh, 
you know, coming from DMV, I think depending on which pockets where you're at, it could be really Filipino. Um, it could, the, the black community is, is incredibly strong there. Yeah. Um, but I, I didn't um, get a, a big opportunity to really interact with the, with the Latinx community. Yeah. But uh, being in LA and now in, in the Bay, I've had an, an amazing, you know, experience learning about the culture, learning about the history, learning about the dance and making some incredible lifelong friends uh, in the process. So, but it, it's, it's been great, man. It's, it's been really fun. So um, we still practice. Uh, hopefully their Latin dancing will, will come back. Uh, quarantine has definitely been tough. Yeah. You can't necessarily get it being in the closed space in close proximity right next to someone that breathing on you, yeah. it's definitely, you know, yeah. not okay. Even, yeah. even with a mask. Yeah, <laughs> even with, even a, mask, with exactly. a mask. You got so all ridiculous. that sweat. Like, it's not, yeah. It's, yeah. It's not the, the time, but yeah. um, I'm hoping definitely that. Definitely been annoying. Yeah. Definitely. You got to be more than six feet, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. Yeah, but, man. you know, I'm hoping that um, we, can, we can dance again soon. Yeah. Of course. There, there, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Especially when all this stuff is, is done. You guys will. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll be back to normalcy. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. So, so yeah, man, um, going back to your first passion, man, um, you know, we're saving this for the last, but, um, <laughs> you know, we, we, we see, you see the boxes and, and the cases behind you, but um, let's, let's show us your, uh, your, your top five sneakers, man. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, not in a specific order. So, yeah, it doesn't matter. But, yeah. Um, so my, my, my five favorite shoes. And it, this yeah. is hard. And I've been thinking about this for a long yeah. time, yeah. too. Like, before, even before your podcast, I would watch um, Sneaker Battles on Complex. Yeah. I'm like, damn, what would I bring out? Like, yeah. you know, like, what would be the dealer's choice? Yeah. No competition. This is yeah. <laughs> you, bro. Yeah. But I, I know, that, like, you know, some people watching and listening to this definitely have, like, bigger collections than me. But, and, but like, you know what? I, again, I buy what I like, and I buy what yeah. I can. That's, that's um, the key. That's the key. Yeah. My... One of my top five, Spirit On. Hey, OG colorway. OG colorway. colorway. Um, Interesting story about these. Uh, At first, I didn't like them. Um, I remember I was in California when they retroed them prior. And then my my Corey Neal, the one who got me into shoes, he was like, you you get those Spirit Ons? I was like, oh, man, those are (laughs) big. And then I kept looking at them. I was like, fuck, those are nice. And then I got (laughs) had a chance to go through his collection his collection was super deep he sold a lot of it now but he would have like doubles triples of a lot of stuff but he had a pair of og concord um spirit on so it's like purple and that would never retro but that made me fall in love with the shoe so when i heard the shoe was coming back out in 2016 my boss at the time uh he was uh and this was at google he came from nike he was actually wow (laughs) He had a lot. He had a lot to do with uh, the, you know, the the openings of Nike Labs across the around the world. So, um, you know, I had, I was like, yo, like I gotta get the shoes. Like, do you know anyone who can make sure that help, help me get this shoe? And he's like, I got you. Like he he, up, he, hit, he knew the manager back at the the Nike Lab Twenty One Mercer, and um, he was able to reserve a pair for me. Nice. So I got yeah, this. Pair. Yeah. Yeah. You know they got uh, Air Force Ones, right? You got the Air Force One version. Oh yeah, I know that. I you saw those. I'm those. like, uh, that's the both worlds, bro. I'm just saying. Uh, <laughs> like, so I, I I remember looking at those. Like, I, it's 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 a different kind of thing. I do love Air Force Ones, but only 
you know, like when when Jordan did the the Jordan Air Force ones, it just oh, wasn't the yeah. same. <laughs> it, just, it just didn't. It just yeah. didn't hit right. Yeah, it's not that, the yeah. balls are weird, right. man. Yeah. <laughs> those mids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those Jordan Five joints, the threes, yeah. the Air Force ones. Yeah. Yep. Oh my yep. God, I could go on and on. You know, with the playoffs and the taxis. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I probably saw like a couple of those pairs at Sporty LA, like in the deep, deep racks. If anyone knows about yeah. Sporty yeah. Yeah. Yep. LA, uh, the next pair of shoes is an ID. Uh, there's All this right. really great brand, uh, Maharishi. Uh, they're actually. Um, they're UK based, okay. uh, but they, they draw a lot of inspiration from, you know, old, um, old military style. Had an opportunity to ID these. these oh, are, oh, those are cool. Yeah. So these are Maharishi Air Force Ones. Oh, man. Uh, I thought they were panels, bro. Oh, it's canvas. Uh, yeah, they they okay. kind of okay. look like, yeah, Dylan canvas panels. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. like, um, I love this shoe. Like I, I was able to uh, design it, um, you know, in collaboration with my best friend, Davis. Yeah. Um, and he actually, he was also a bit of the plug too. Cause like, um, we both entered a raffle before the ID hit, they had like a, a limited run of just like production pairs that they made. I hit on a raffle. He hit on the raffle too, but they messed up on his order. So they weren't able to fill. Wow. They ended up a voucher for the ID when it was able to come up. So it was my birthday. Like he was like, yo dude, you know what? I know you were going to make an ID anyway, and you love the shoe. Here's, let me just give you the voucher. And then we collaborated on like the design. But I, if you see here, it's a tiger instead of a swoosh yeah. on the oh. lateral. Um, a lot on of it bottom? is like, is redacted, yeah. right? So redacted here, but I wanted to carry on that theme with the, the black strap. Sure. Yeah. Um, I wanted to have like the white label to let it pop off. Uh, cream midsole with the gum outsole yeah. had to um, wow. gold hit cream hits um, and then on the Dubray for those who don't know that's the thing that's in the front uh, I have my initials JG and then my best friend's initials DL Davis Seriaga so Man, those um, are sick yeah so those are sweet like these have these have a lot of meaning to me like I whenever I wear this shoe I think about him Yes, sir. You know, um, I was actually consulting him earlier today. I was like, yo, like, what do you think I should wear? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that. Um, I'll break out this pair. So uh, I met Danden uh, at a, I remember it, like, I, I, we met at a party. It was like in, it was like near the outlets in uh, near Leesburg. I remember like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember like, cause that's when, Leesburg outlets first open yeah. and we went there on the way to this party. So I get to the party and you know, I, I see Danny and he's, he's wearing Jedi's. I'm like, Oh, SB joints. and you know, that was, yeah. That, and that was like, what, that was a silver box, right? Yeah. Silver so, box. Yeah. So like, that was like really still premature SB days. <laughs> and you know, like I see those, like, Oh my God, like I haven't seen those in person. I've only seen those like online. I have that was, those. That was your reaction too. You're like, <laughs> yo, I'm Justin. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> for sure and like um i think at that time already i had these haze yep. lows and that was part of our conversation is like yeah, 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 you yeah. had the haze highs i bought the haze lows <laughs> uh, these also have a very big sentimental value to me um these were the first pair of shoes that i waited in line for uh i was visiting california at the time you're in orange county 
It was at this store that's no longer there called Carve in downtown Fullerton. We were just walking around the day prior and then we walked past it. It was closed at the, at the time. But then there was like, I see this, I see the haze high, I see the M&M, um, the, &M, uh, the BWs, the Air Max BWs, and then I see uh, the Air Dirties, right? The Nelly joints. Nelly joints. Yeah. So I saw all those pairs and there was like, we're selling it tomorrow. I was like, oh my God, like I've been fantasizing about the shoe. I had so many shoes, <laughs> so many pictures of the shoes saved yeah. on my desktop, yeah. you know, in my pictures folder, in my, in my PC. Right. And um, I was like, I, that was, this is the shoe that I've been wanting to get for so long. So we get there, we wait in line. I got to meet some other sneaker heads. Um, I was fortunate enough to get this. Like, I think the person before me was my size, but he wanted the high. I was like, dude, I want the low. He's like, bet, easy. But I got these. My dad waited in line with me. Um, really, really love these. I've had these since high school. Yeah. And I keep these, I keep these fresh. I, I wear them here and there, but they're also kind of small, but I make it work. Uh, but this is this is a high, high, high sentimental. Yeah, movie. they're worth a lot now, especially like the dunk craze now. It's I just love it's yeah, coming back, are. man. It's coming back. How much are I they saw, up now? <clears throat> I saw on um, Instagram someone was selling a DS pair, the regular box, um, for sixteen hundred. Yeah, but Jeez. you have the special box, though, right? I don't have the special box. I, they didn't sell the special box. I didn't give a shit. I was like, look, they're going to be on my feet yeah. as long as I have the shoe. I don't care what the box looks like as long as I get it. I'm good. Yeah. Um, the next shoe is for our culture. <laughs> um, at, Anyone who's, I mean, you might see it on my Instagram. I think I have an old photo of it. Uh, I mean, I've been a long time Manny Pacquiao fan, you know, and I have one of his shoes. Now, hey, there you this go. shoe is a special one. So he has, Manny has had a number of Nike shoes before he lost his, his deal with Nike. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but right, like when he fought Hatton, he knocked his ass out cold and quick. Cold, yep. And in commemoration of that, they made a uh, special kind of shoe and a special kind of line called the Lights Out line, right? So I was at, uh, they, they only sold this at Nike Town, San Francisco. And, you know, it was a raffle only and uh, like actual tickets and we drew tickets and by God, I got the only, you know, like size 11 there. So this is uh, the Nike Trainer 1. Yeah, Trainer 1. Lights out. Uh, and these are pretty ill. Those glows in the dark, too. They glow yeah. in the dark. So yeah. this glows in the dark. The laces glow in the dark. The stitching glows in the dark. The, the insole is really dope. It has a little Manny Pacquiao joint over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, on the bottom of the sole, it has the date of the fight. It has the time that he, he knocked Hatton out. It came with two other pairs of laces. Um, I told myself, I'm not wearing this until he fights um, Mayweather. And sure enough, when he fought Mayweather, that was the first time I broke it out. That was obviously not a great fight for for us Pacquiao fans, but you know, it was still like uh, the time I had. I was like, I'm not, un I'm not undsing these until he fights that dude. If he doesn't fight him, I'm okay with just keeping this. In yeah. So yeah. have this guy. And then the last pair of shoes I'll share um, is one I got last year. Uh, this one I, I never thought I would buy. I never thought I would get because I, I just never thought it'd be like kind of attainable. 
right a price. Um, I don't know if y'all y'all could see that. That says to Doncy signed stash. And wow. these are a uh, this is a promo pair. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Um, this is a shoe for Doncy, and this is the stash Air Force One. Nice. That's sick. Um, <laughs> wow. One night only. So they. So this shoe has come out a couple times, right? So initially, it it came out at Nort, which is a stash like Stash has his store, and uh, there were like three editions. I think it was a New York, a Tokyo, and a London, and they had like a clear clear bottom. Uh, then they re-released this shoe, you know, uh, just a couple of years later in a super super limited run, uh, just a couple, I think, just barely over a hundred pairs made of the shoe. Um, for for a Nike event called One Night Only, right? And they had the this is a shoe that released, and then it released again in a slightly very uh very colorway for ComplexCon a few years ago. That one was an all white pair without with like less gray. But I was able to cop this pair in Seattle. Um, uh, I think the store is a uh, Souls Two Hundred Nine. If anyone's in Seattle, but I I cop that pair i saw like i saw it in the glass i'm like yo how, mu how much for the stashes like I, I mean i'm just i'm just generally curious like i'm not gonna be able to buy them generally curious he was like oh, 400 and i was like what size are they 10 and a half i'm like oh <laughs> whoa that's 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 no hesitation right there i was like i yeah. tried it on i was like and you can try and you tried it on from the glass case it was i, I tried they, it was like on the mat, like they put it on the mat, right? Like I could only step in the mat, but I, I, I tried on the shoe. I was like looking at it. I was like, it was either these or I think the Hong Kong Air, Air Force Ones, the the green ones, or the I forget which. I think it's Hong Kong. But like, I was looking at it. I was like, I can't not look at them. <laughs> and then I, I I asked him. I was like, hey, you know what? Um, this is a consignment. Would he be willing to do three seventy five? Dang. And he talked to, he called him up, he talked to him. I told him, I was like, I'm going to take good care of him. Don't worry. <laughs> and they let him, they, he let it go for 375. So I think that's an absolute steal. Yeah. Like, one, you can't find a D, you can hardly find a DS pair in this size. It, from this edition. And this is for Don C. The box is signed from Stash himself. Yeah. Right. You know? So I thought it was an amazing pickup. I will say, um, an honorable mention, though, well, I, I don't have it because I sold it, Ooh. and I'm kind of kicking myself for selling it. <laughs> Y'all talk about player prices. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if you'd be able to beat this player price. Um, in, uh, I was with my best friend Davis, and we were in Japan. And we would go to all these different shops, especially the secondhand shops. Secondhand shops always have like, something ill, right? Like Japanese brands, long heritage of just being ultra dope we walk into this one store um i think in uh what was it shinjuku but we were there and i remember we both like saw, saw it around the same time the bottom rack it was a cream colored pair of dunks we run to it pick it up it's the tokyo dunk Oh shit! What? So, the Tokyo Dunk. For those who don't know, right? It's part of the series that the pigeon was part. The pigeon dunk was part yeah. of. The London uh, dunk with the Thames Bridge was part of. 
um, you know, it was, uh, the, the Tokyo one was, was part of that series and the Paris Dunk. And those all, each one of those pairs were tied to the, um, the White Dunk exhibit, which is a, an art exhibit that uh, challenged artists to take the white dunk silhouette, uh, the dunk silhouette and make them into art pieces. And to commemorate each of those galleries, they had a special pair of shoes. The Tokyo is the one for, like there, like for, for Tokyo. And that was only, you know, given out at that event. I think it was only to like raffle. Right. Um, I think there were less than 500 pairs made, if, if anything, maybe even just 300 super super rare shoe for anyone who's into sbs like that's og triple og yeah. you know it was it didn't come with a box but the lace bag was still attached it was dead stock it's but it had aging in the midsole and like a slight stain on the toe but it was a size 10 and i could fit a size 10 yeah and it was 80 dollars wow 80 dollars yeah. 80 dollars for the Tokyo Dunk. So, auto cop for sure. Yeah, of like, course. <laughs> I triple bagged that thing. Like, the last day we left Japan, it was, like, raining like hell. Like, triple bagged that thing. <laughs> made sure no water went into yeah. it. Yeah. And I copped. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I have this, I have this piece of shoe history. Thing is, that was 2000, I want to say 2015 when that happened, right? SVs were... They tanked super, yeah. super hard, but I kept it, you know, like, and I was like, oh, you know, if ever I go to a sneaker con or any event, like maybe I'll wear it. And uh, that never really came about, yeah. but then I was always looked at it. I was like, I don't even know if I could come bring myself to wear it. And like, if I can't bring myself to wear it. Why do I have it? Yeah. Why do I have it in my possession? The thing is like the, the shoe itself, um, the color code, uh, the color way is muslin. So muslin is, Kind of the fabric that you use in, in uh, paint canvas right so it collects dirt and you know like outside elements really easily you put your shoe you go to the bathroom with that shoe you know <laughs> boom like, yeah, game yeah. over you yeah, know yeah, you got stains all over that thing exactly you don't yeah. you don't want that from on, on yeah. such an shoe so it's it's tough to keep it's it's cream colored it's tough to keep clean yeah. like like, look, like, SB's dead, and maybe I just don't need it anymore, you know? Yeah. So I ended up selling it, at, um, and I, I shopped it around different um, consignment shops here in the Bay. A lot of shops were like, I can't sell SB. Like, no one's buying SB. I, I can't Damn, take it. That's crazy, yeah. And I, I went to um, Riff, Riff SF, and they knew about it. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, you got this? Oh, fuck. Uh, and then I, I listed it for twelve hundred. So that's a flip. It's a flip. I mean, like uh, ultimately, it, it's it ended up so like as soon as I put it out there, already there was a buyer who wow. came in like probably the two days later and was like offering nine hundred. I'm like, I'm not in a rush to sell it. I don't need the money right now. So like I'll let it pass. I ended up like selling it for a thousand hundred. Now. Um, Fast forward to now. Yeah. <laughs> so, size <yeah>. ten, <laughs> I saw on StockX is going for twenty thousand dollars. Yep. So I'm like, God damn it! But you know, <laughs> whatever. At the end of the yeah. day, like I had a shoe. I took I took photos with the shoe. Yeah. I took photos with a similar shoe I have is um 
a Nike Dunk High uh, Undefeated, which is like an all white with a gum bottom, similar shoe. Like it does, it does <laughs> thing. Like yeah. it's okay. I don't, I don't need it. But am I kicking myself right now? I was like, hell yeah, I'm kicking yeah. myself right yeah, now. That's twenty thousand. Ten percent of what is more, what is yeah. worth now. Shit, man. But <laughs> I, I, I always love that story because, like, you know, it, it, it's just like the, it's that hunt. It's just, it makes it so. Yeah. Um, but you know, and I got a cool story out of it, but yeah, but it, it is what it is. Yeah. Like I said, what's most important is that you, you have, you obtained the shoe, you, you, yeah. you, you got it. You shared the story with the shoe. You know, yeah. that's something like you'll always like with, you know, you'll always cherish with you forever, especially yeah. like now that you have this platform with us and then with other platforms too, like with other sneaker, like heads or, you know, whichever, you'll always have that story to tell, which is, you know, we appreciate it. Like you did tell that. So, yeah. so that's, uh, that's, that's some good stuff you got there, man. So um, it, it's always good to share your stories, man, especially with the shoes, man. You know, like that's, that's like our big passion for, for everything. Um, it always starts off with that. And then, you know, we just branch out of it. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So with that being said, man, our last question, well, not really, but you know, it's, it's time to, flip the the switch now it's time to ask us a question if you got any oh for sure um so i got a couple questions for y'all but like one of the big questions that i have have for you guys is um obviously y'all are y'all are up for player prices and you guys do hunts <laughs> yeah. and whatnot but obviously there are gonna be those shoes that get away right and i have i have those memories too like yeah. Samba dunks. I was I should have gotten those when I was at North New York City years and years ago. Um, now they're re-releasing, like um, Lightning Seventeens. I saw Shoe City. Uh, <laughs> East over. I saw them on sale. I should have bought those then. Yeah. Um, white and red Jordan Eights. I should. I had a chance to get them. I didn't get them. I ended up getting a pair of Air Flight Eighty Nines. Cool. <laughs> Damn. I had those. Wow. <laughs> cool gray cool gray nice, man. I had those. I, could, I couldn't I couldn't get the nines. I couldn't get the elevens, but I'm gonna take this. I like the colorway, yeah. but I should have yeah. gotten the I should have gotten the eights. Yeah. Black toe Jordan ones. I had an opportunity to get those for two forty after I struck out at, at, at the line and and whatnot. Air Max One Canada, the sixes, the ones that came out with All Star Weekend, I had an opportunity to get those under two hundred. But what are shoes that y'all just like the ones that got away. Go ahead, Yeah, man. So, so, um, I just, I just, I just said like, you know, his question. So it's time for you to answer now. So just, just. Oh, did we do it? Yeah. All right. So I'm going to go to me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, like the stuff that got away. The stuff right. that got away. One shoe, one shoe. When I moved out here, got away. I was pissed as hell. <laughs> All right. So mad. All right. So I, I was like, yeah, you know, I bought a house. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, you know, I went to the mall. So, you know, like, I want to, like, you know, I saved up all my money. I sold it. Like, I, I sold two thirds of my shoes to get this house. So, you know what? Like, I think I deserve, like, a pair of shoes. So, I went to, like, a foot action, like, near my local mall. And then I think it was, um, what year did the, um, the Jordan ones come out? The, um, six, the shadow, no, the shadows. Uh, oh. 13. 13. So, 2013. So like you know what yeah I, you know like two years in like buying a new home like yeah I think it's time for me to buy new uh buy some shoes so like you know I was just like looking around and then I was like yeah you know, I looked at foot action <laughs> I saw like oh like they got the shadow ones like on display like they like, got my size 
cool. I was like, you know what? I like I kind of like these Bordeaux like mid Jordan ones. I think I'm gonna just oh shit. Said, Bang, I'm like I did a Bama move. I was straight Bama move. I was like, you know what? I think it, it was like, you know what? It's like your mentality, right? Like I got I got too many Jordan ones, right? So like yeah. I got black toes. I got you know black and red ones. I got Royals. I'm a branch out and just get mid. So I got I passed on. <laughs> I passed on, pass on Shadow 1 Shadow to get mids. To get mids. <laughs> All right. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. That's a straight Bama move. I'm Bama move. All right. So I was like, all right. I was like, you know what? I don't know. In my in that state of mind, I didn't know like what I was thinking about when I was doing that. And then to this day, like every time, like, that's why I can't buy like a pair of Shadow Highs, man. Because like, I had the um I had the O eight ones, the the suede ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like to this day I can't see myself buy like another pair. I mean I have the shadow one lows, but every time like I look at them, like the shadow one high, I'm like, <laughs> like you could have had them joints. You dumb <laughs> idiot. Like you got for, some, for some Bordeaux mids. mids. You got some Bordeaux mids. Cause like I was like, oh damn, I got the Bordeaux sevens, man. I'm gonna get these Bordeaux ones, cause you know, like yeah. kind of like match a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I was like a straight Bama move, like ah, yeah. So that was my regret. Yeah. Ah, R.I.P. So, Actually, hey, go ahead. No, go, go, go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Uh, Morel, do you want to touch in with what you uh, you were saying earlier? No, I was just saying like, like everything, everything that I uh, you know, like. I regret not getting. I always, I always find a way to get it. That's just my goal, man. Like, you know, I can't, I can't just live without it. So any, anything that I, I, I do, I'm gonna do what it takes to get that shit back. So okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mentality. It's a, it's a, it's just my thing, man. Yeah. It's just I can't let it, I can't let it walk, man. You know. It's like, it's like one of them, like it's like a scoring girl. You know what I'm saying? Like there, <laughs> that, that one chick, yeah. that, that hot ass chick in yeah. high school, that. That you always want to holler at, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And then like yeah. you want to like get back with the one, get the one that got away, man. And then like it. she's all retro 2020, baby. <laughs> <laughs> right. Single. Right. Yeah. Listen, thank you so much for uh, taking the time. Um, yeah, it, it's great to know more about what your passions are with dancing, cycling, your current, you know, your job at Google, your your love for sneakers. I mean, those really. In- tie in and to to the person that you are yeah uh so yeah we just want to say just say thank you for you know having the opportunity to get to know you more on a personal level yeah so we definitely appreciate that thank you i, I appreciate the time and and the platform to speak um this was an absolute joy yeah. um love talking to love talking to y'all uh love talk you know talking to people from dmv it just it, it fills my heart with a lot of joy and <laughs> yeah. uh, like whenever i hear it's like oh yeah i'm from the dmv too it's like oh, where, oh, what yeah. and then, but, yeah. but you know it's, yeah. it's it means even more when you're from yeah. pg yeah exactly. you know when you're from pg <laughs> yeah. like, okay yeah. okay i'll rock with you now it's like yeah. you're not yeah. okay super spring like okay cool yeah. you know, whatever, or you know like i'm from like reston it was like oh okay. right, cool <laughs> like that's I'm cool bro i'm not, cool, not i'm bro. not knocking you you know, oh yeah, mclean yeah, yeah. like okay yeah. rep tyson's corner yeah, uh-huh. tyson's but, corner. Yeah. but yeah. you know pg you county can. and like yeah, talking to pg it, county folks yeah. like it's us all love yeah. i'm it's it, i'm super thrilled to to be part of this thank you all yes, right sir. well that being said you know thank you so much this is uh dead in i'm sorry machismo man and we got justin thank you so much
Shout out uh, IG, Just G Photography. There it is. There you go. If you, that's J-U-S-T-G Photography. If you, and I also want to take this time to, as a platform, because um, when I graduated college, I didn't necessarily, I, it was a hard time for me to get into to marketing and advertising. So um, I want to reach out to anyone too. Like if you're thinking about, you know, moving to California and you need some advice, if you uh, are trying to get into advertising, you're trying to get into marketing, if you want to learn more about what it's like to work on an agency side or work on the client side, what it's like working at Google, if you want to talk um, Latin dance, um, dance is a universal language. It's had given me the opportunity to meet people from all around the world who I don't even share a common language with. If you want to talk about photography, cycling, I am here. Like I want to be a resource for anyone who wants it. So there we go. Hit them up, all right. guys. And he, he needs a pair of uh, black cement threes, ten and a half. <laughs> yeah. Hey. He, he, he needs them. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. See you on the next podcast. Peace, guys. All right, man. Hey.